singing the songs and sometimes I wasn't to save the voice a little bit there many of the words that uh, we sung tonight and particularly the last verse or so they were to do with the sermon uh, this evening we've been looking at togetherness or one another and amazing as we've said how many times that phrase is used in the New Testament and we've looked at and we've grouped them in three different groups Firstly, we looked at in Christ there is the fellowship of organisation as we organise and plan things together and the people of order as God is a God of order. Um, <clears throat> things get done. Everybody puts their hand to the plough, we pray. And the second grouping we had was in Christ there is the fellowship of occupation. Occupation, as sorry, we have different occupations in life, but we have occupations down here and gifted in different ways and tonight we're looking at in Christ there is the fellowship of expectation this says one another and togetherness the fellowship of expectation are you looking forward <clears throat> to something happening in the near future what is your expectation as you read the word <laughs> greater than any expectation you have down here is the expectation of Heaven and eternity, is it not? In the book of Revelation 20, 22 sorry, and 20, the last two words of the Bible say, He who testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus, or Maranatha. Huh? Um, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And so at the conclusion of this very revealing book and the the book of Revelation and the whole of Revelation of the Bible, you have, surely I come quickly. Even so come, Lord Jesus, like John added that in. And in Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 12, we have this. And this is to do about the day of the Lord, and the day of God that it's talking about, verse 10 and 12. But there in verse 12, we read, looking for and hastening unto the coming day of God in which the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. That gives a good perspective of life and the things we do down here and the things we have to do with. It's all going to go. It's all going to be cleaned up one day. Everything's going to change. And so there is the fellowship of expectation. And uh, even so come Lord Jesus. Different ones say different things when they're leaving after a service, and a lot of them say, yes, we'll see you soon and maybe sooner than we think, <laughs> or something to that effect in the Lord's coming. But we are expectant, and as we go through and look at together and try to find that word together or one another in the verses, not all of them have it. Usually about the first reference I refer to under one of the topic headings will be the, the word will be found in that reference. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that we can be expectant people. We have the wonderful promises of God. Lord, we, we pray that we would anchor our hope, our eternity on the word of God. The things that are written there for, are for our learning and understanding, for our comfort and encouragement. And there's wonderful things to come. There's better things to come than down here. That is for sure. And there will be no sin, there will be no Satan, there will be no self. All the things, the former things are passed away. And we look forward to the wonderful things of the future. And in this we can fellowship, in this we can rejoice, in this we can say to one, one another, Maranatha, even so, Lord, come. 
And Lord, we look forward to that. And as we increasingly grow older, we even look forward to it more earnestly. Lord, and bless those that are here tonight and bless the word to our hearts and the fellowship around it. We ask in our precious Saviour's name, the Lord Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> the saying is said many times, the future is bright as the promises of God. Oh, okay. <laughs> no one knew it. Brother McConnell, you knew that. <laughs> no fibs. <laughs> the future is bright as the promises of God. Is it not? <laughs> and uh, that he said it, and we believe it, and uh, we, we can live by that. When times are hard, we can live by that. And I think this year, probably more at the start of the year, where, yeah, yes, come, Lord Jesus, with all the lockdowns. Aren't you glad you don't live in Sydney or Melbourne or Victoria or, oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> for those who live, locked out and locked in, locked up, whatever else. But we won't be locked out from heaven if we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So it makes this makes it possible for Christians to be heirs together. Turn to the book of Romans chapter 8 and we'll be going back to there because there's about three of these in two little verses. <laughs> In Romans chapter 8. Heirs <clears throat> together. And we read that in verse 16 and the first bit of 17. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. And if children then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That's togetherness isn't it? <laughs> What's one of the other sayings? We'll see if you can finish this one off. Oh, to dwell above with saints we love, that will be glory. But to dwell below with saints we know, well, that's a different story. (laughs) Shouldn't be, but often is. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. Because the old man gets in the way. And so, heirs together. And, and down here, siblings together often fight around when they're younger and immature and they shouldn't be. Once they mature and grow older, you get on with your brothers and sisters in the flesh. I can say I can bring any of my brothers or sisters up in the flesh, no matter what they've said or done to me, and I can, I can speak peaceably to them. <laughs> can you do that? You should be able to. And in, in, in the Christian fellowship, heirs together, we're going we're gonna to live together for eternity. You say, yeah, your old, will, old man will be gone and I'll be old, like I always have been perfect. No, <laughs> we still, we, the old man will be gone, but we'll be able to perfectly fellowship with each other for eternity. And you think of the millions, yea, billions of people that will be there. And to think of the fellowship that goes with that for eternity, heirs together of the grace of life we have in the Lord Jesus, joint heirs with Christ, be able to speak and commune with him and with each other. Isn't that a blessing? The fellowship of victory, the fellowship of expectation, we could call this. In Hebrews 1.14 it reads, Are they not all ministering spirits, it's talking of the angels, sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs... Of salvation, heirs of salvation 
for eternity in second I mean first Corinthians two. First Corinthians two and verses nine and ten. We read these words I <clears throat> but as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. And this is what gives us this expectation. As these things of God are revealed to us, being heirs together through the word, we understand them being revealed to us by the Spirit, for the Spirit himself searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. And so consider these deep things of God, heirs together with one another for eternity. And in the book of Revelation 21, verse 1, and three and five. And I saw the new heaven and the new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And if you want to really know what that means, consider the word passed away and what that word means. Um, <clears throat> doesn't mean annihilation. That's one that doesn't mean. But there it's speaking of the new heaven, our expectation, a new earth. As you're walking around, don't you say, ah, if, it only, if it just wasn't like this, if it just wasn't as bad as what it is, if it just didn't have the curse, if the curse could be removable, just wait. Expectation is that it one day will be like that. We'll have the glorified body and be living here in the interim period, that thousand years, to introduce the eternity. And what a wonderful day it'll be. Verse 3 and 5 of Revelation 21. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. For eternity. And God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are what? passed away they're gone no longer and he that sat upon the throne said behold i make all things new and he said unto me right for these are the word these words are true and faithful yes to be heirs together with the lord jesus christ as it said in romans 8 and with each other and with god the father fellowshipping together heirs together <clears throat> down here you might get a a uh, what do you call that a a will and testament an inheritance that's the word I was looking for but if you don't you're going to get one in heaven <laughs> you, you, that's an expectation we can have isn't it well <clears throat> secondly we in this fellowship of expectation can expect to suffer together we looked a bit a bit of that this morning back in Romans chapter 8 and continuing in verse 17 the last part of that in verse 18 it says if so be that we suffer with him it's right after that being heirs together suffer with him that we may be also what glorified together that's another one <laughs> but we shall suffer together and the sufferings of this present time in verse 18 are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us when you read the likes of Fox's Book of Martyrs and you read the troubles that Christians have gone through then and now and persecution to death, <clears throat> you, think, you can think of this ver- the, the suffering that has gone through in the mortal body is not to be compared. The more suffering, the more glory too. 
in heaven for eternity. To suffer together, yes, but to be glorified together. In Hebrews 11.25, it tells us, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. And it's talking about Moses there. Choosing rather to suffer the affliction, knowing there's something better. And Abraham and all of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses and those patriarchs, they all look forward to eternity. They look for a city whose builder and maker was God. And the suffering they went through, you know, you think of there Moses could have just put his feet up down in Egypt and had a royal time because he was in royalty. But he chose not to do that. He chose to suffer affliction with the people of God and go out and live in a desert for 40 years. I don't know that he knew it was going to be 40 years. And then at the end of that, not be allowed in the promised land. I wonder if God had said, now this is what's going to happen, Moses, whether he would have taken on the job. Maybe not. That was, well, he was 80 when he started that, wasn't he? <laughs> Took on that job. He'd, he'd gotten used to living out there for 40 years, Jethro's his father-in-law and looking after the sheep. And uh, he, he knew how to survive. The Lord provided, of course, at that time. Together we suffer that we might enjoy eternity together. First Peter 5.10 After ye have suffered a while, God shall make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. So after you've been through that, even in this life, he will establish, strengthen, and settle you. And there's a few other S's you can add there to that ability to, to be strong in the Lord as you suffer, as we suffer together. And there's a... <clears throat> now, well, let's look at others in that First Peter chapter 1. We mentioned some from verse 4 this morning about the suffering of Christians, but there are, are many... and. Peter's dealing with suffering saints in 1 Peter, wherein, in verse 6 of chapter 1, ye greatly rejoice. Though now for a season, if need be, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold uh, temptations. God is in control, isn't he, of the need be. <laughs> this one needs some suffering to draw them closer to me. They're not doing their devotions, they're not reading their Bible, they're not praying to me, so I'll turn up the heat. You know what that does? If we react right, it draws us closer to him. It draws us closer to him. Through manifold, that's lots of troubles, heaviness, manifold temptations. The trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto what? Praise and honour and glory at the appearing of the Lord Jesus. Expectation. When we get there, these things that we've been through, the trial of the fire will be to the praise and honour and glory of the Lord at his appearing. Um, <clears throat> weep with them that weep. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Fourthly, the uh, fellowship of expectation, we will be quickened together now, that's down here and let's turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 5 it reads there even when we were dead in sins hath he quickened together with Christ and quickened us together with Christ by grace are you saved quickened together brought to life made to be a Christian this is what it's talking, this quicken together, <clears throat> walking in the spirit of the Lord. And we become one body 
as we are quickened together, as 1 Corinthians 12, 12 reads, For as the body is one and hath many members, all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. And through that scripture, every verse almost speaks, if not once, twice about the body of the Lord, the church, in, in that reference there. We are one in the Lord Jesus Christ, quickened together. We're a, we're a group, we're a, a, a fellowship, we're brethren that have been quickened together in this local church and in other local churches and in the church worldwide, quickened together. That we might, by the Spirit of God, by the way, not by ourselves, by His Spirit, we've been quickened together and made to be Christians and brought to be, as we started with, heirs together in Christ the Lord. And then in the rest of verse 5 and 6 of Ephesians 2, He's raised us up together and made us sit together. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He's raised us up together. What's well, he's raised us up together? Well, I think it's like Psalm 40 says, he, he, he got a hold of me that I was in the miry clay and pulled me out and set my feet upon a rock, the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, and established my goings. Yes, we've been raised up together and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is like it's already fulfilled. It's already finished, but we're not there yet. That's what it's saying there. <laughs> Being placed together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Do you feel like you're heavenly minded? And you're like you're already there yet? The promises of God are so true that it's, it's so real to you that you feel that you're there already as you read the scriptures or as you read the scriptures and pray to the Lord? Does your expectation reach heavenly heights? And just, <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I know I'm going to be there, but I'm, as it were, there already and fellowshipping with him and with one another. I pray that you do as you come to fellowship with him in your devotions, that in the ages to come, verse 7, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. And so it goes on now to the eternity, eternal part, an aspect of our salvation in verse 7 of Ephesians 2. He might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. You know, down here we receive things and well, that's wonderful. In heaven, it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> this is what it's saying here. It, it keeps going and it keeps coming, the kindness of God toward us through Christ Jesus. And God's very imaginative. He's very able to do something like that, is he not? And that's a wonderful thought, that we've been quickened together down here and we've been raised up together in, in here into the body of Christ and in eternity to enjoy these things forever and ever. <laughs> well, <clears throat> one day we will be, and this is about the, what's that, one, two, three, fifth point, I believe, to be glorified together. Let's go back to Romans. I said we'd be back there a few times. Romans chapter 8 again. <clears throat> In verse, the last part of verse 7, which we read as we're reading through the others, that we may be also glorified together. I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Glorified together. 
Philippians 3.21 tells us, Christ shall change our lowly body that it might be fashioned like his glorious body. The Gospel of John tells us, if you'd want to turn there to John, excuse me, John chapter 5 and verse 25. John 5.25 For verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear his voice and of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live, shall live, glorified together. Discussion has been going around for a year and a bit, um, just amongst us here, about that moment in the twinkling of an eye that we get glorified. We get the immortal body. What will time be like from that instant for eternity? It won't be like down here. And we've got to adjust our thoughts to that. (laughs) Although time will still be happening down here, for Christians, time won't be like that. It will be the eternal, as it were, present. And we'll be glorified together for eternity. And I don't know if you've sat and thought about it, that instant that that, that happens, or that we pass this world into, from, you know, in, through death into the next life and then wait for the resurrection of the dead that's spoken of in two chapters, 15 of 1 Corinthians and chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians, at that instant, the... the, the comprehension and the reality of what we've believed or who we've believed in becomes real at that time just think about it (laughs) contemplate it meditate upon it (laughs) consider it enjoy it because a one day when this (laughs) this will be all done with you know that we won't be doing anymore we won't be laboring anymore We won't be sleeping anymore. We don't have to sleep. Maybe we'll catch up for a while. (laughs) But all all those things that we're so used to will be done away and then we'll be in heaven and the expectation will be filled. There is the fellowship of expectations. We're in it together. Are we not? We're in this together and we're going to go up together. We're going to be glorified together. (laughs) And I know you've thought it because I've thought it. You better say to brother so-and-so, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, see? Look, it's like it was. It's like the Bible said, and I got it right. And, and they might be elbow us. <laughs> I told you so. There might be the other way too. <laughs> Your interpretation of that verse wasn't quite right. <laughs> but we'll be glorified together. We won't be elbowing each other, I don't think. We'll just be rejoicing in the Lord to be there, won't we? <laughs> Glad that we arrived home in heaven. And... Uh, <laughs> When Christians, as they say, come to when people come to this church and say, "I feel like I've come home," then you know they're going to stick around. <laughs> and in heaven, when we've gone to be with the Lord, we've, we're finally home. Uh, we'll know we're there, and uh, we're not going to leave either. We can't leave <laughs> once we uh, once we have arrived there. <clears throat> Let's look at a few others in Matthew, uh, John's Gospel. We're there in chapter, or we're close to it, chapter eleven. And verse 25 and 26. The Lord's talking to Martha here and he said this. Jesus said unto her, 
I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. That's a definite promise from the Son of God who created all things, who lived, died, and rose again. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? <clears throat> you know, there are those who don't believe in eternal punishment. I've heard them quote verses. And they quote verses, and you know what? They leave the eternal punishment out. They skip the words. And say there's, and they say they, it's eternal destruction. And, no, not eternal destruction, yeah, annihilated. But the Bible, if they added all the, worse, the verses, not added, just left in the verses, they're in those verses. But for the Christian, it's the very opposite. And you, you remember the story of um, the rich man and Lazarus. He, he, he could remember, he, he was alive, he could sense things. And uh, Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom, enjoying the beginning of eternity for him, with, even without the resurrected body. <laughs> but we will be glorified together. And so I pray that we'd be doing that which is pleasing to God now, that the glory will be exceedingly glorious on that day. Um, <clears throat> we have the reference that we speak of in 1 Corinthians 15. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, you stood Adam there and us here. Yep, there's a man. <laughs> he might have looked a bit redder than us, um, darker skin color. We, you know, we people who are whiter in color have lost the, uh, the ability to have that. We're the, we're the losers. We're losers when it comes to the sun, when you get out there in the heat. We cook, we go red, um, but those with a darker skin are those that haven't lost that ability. And so you see, we're not prejudiced, are we? We try to tan up, and we did when we was younger, and got burnt anyway. But there, we've borne the image of the earthy, and we've got his problems, and we've got his nature, but we shall also bear the image of of the heavenly, the Lord Jesus. Now this I say, brethren, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. We'll have that glorified body of the Lord Jesus made in his image, made like unto him as we are glorified together. Uh, when, we shall, when we see him, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. First uh, John 3, 2, 3, speak of that too. And lastly, the sixth grouping of those that will be uh, have the fellowship of expectation, the fellowship of victory, will be caught up together. I know all these tie in together, and we read on in 1 Corinthians 15. I show you a mystery in verse 51. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, the trumpet shall sound, the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we, the living ones, shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. This is the moment of reality, isn't it? When the dead who are in Christ rise, and those still alive are changed in an instant. In an instant. And then we're going to be caught up together. You know, you can't say, well, I'll change my mind when it happens. There's no, no time to change your mind in that day. 
And we can say what Paul said in verse 57 of his uh, 1 Corinthians 15. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And what was the other portion that we have that speaks about this wonderful victory, this expectation this that we look forward to? Well, it's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. The um, <clears throat> fellowship of expectation. Don't be ignorant, brethren, concerning them who have died or are asleep, that ye sorrow not as others who have no hope. And what a blessing this is to be able to use verses like this at funerals, and it may well be used in Canberra tomorrow for the few that are allowed to gather there for Sue's brother and say, speak of uh, him dying and passing. He's only there asleep for a time that you sorrow not even as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them who sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. And this is the answer to the question of the, the Thessalonians that they ask. You know, what, what's going to happen? Since you've been here, Paul, and visited us and we become Christians, some of us have died. What's going to happen to them? And here's the answer. Aren't you glad that they asked the question? I'm glad for a lot of questions that were answered, a lot of things that were blurted out by Peter, because that gave us a lot of answers to questions we have. We're not bold enough to ask, but they did. And they asked Paul, you know, what's going to happen? And he told them, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them who are asleep. We won't go before them who are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up, what is it, together. I was speaking to someone the other day and they said it's going to be a cloudy day when the Lord comes. Because it says here, caught up together with them in the clouds. There is one thought that it will be clouds of saints because there'll be so many that are raised on that day they'll just be everywhere <laughs> the earthlings won't see them but we'll be among them all the dead will be raised from the church age at that time all the martyrs will be raised it'd be interesting to live in Europe because they'll be thicker there than here won't they? because we've only been down here a little time the Aboriginal people have been here before that. I don't know if they believed in the Lord. It doesn't seem they do or did. But they're <coughs> caught up together with them. And as we're a sparse country, it might be a sparse resurrection. But nonetheless, it will happen <laughs> from those that have died in the Lord Jesus. And we who are alive shall be caught up together with them. And then begins the fellowship. <laughs> For how long? <laughs> Eternity. Thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory. And as we started, oh, to dwell above with saints we love, that will be glory. But to dwell below with saints we know, well, that's a different story. Let's change that. Let's change that to be not a different story, but to be pleasant having fellowship one with another. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in yes. unity. It says it. As it's like the when they anointed Aaron and the, the oil... Anyway, <laughs> and it run down over his beard, all got sticky. <laughs> but that's what it says is good like, so it must have been good. 
to, to be anointed into the priesthood. And the fellowship we have should be like that. And so there's a fellowship of expectation. Do you think of it? The Lord coming. D- does it ever enter your mind? You're walking somewhere or driving somewhere. What, happened to, what, what, what would happen now? You're cooking a porridge in the morning and got it turned up high to get it to the boiling point. And Brother McConnell, you know, cooking. And you haven't turned it down yet to simmer for a while. And the Lord came before you turned it down. <laughs> what would happen to the house? The Lord could come, and it's going to happen like that. We'll be all doing different things. All around the world, it's going to be a different time, and so all people will be doing different things. Hey, Josh? Ask him about what happens to things when you cook them. Real good. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me about that, Josh. <laughs> I told you I'd tell everybody. <laughs> but it's going to happen, and we're going to go up. And uh, I do often think of it, what would happen if it happened now? (laughs) The expectation of being together for eternity. We have great things promised us. We have wonderful things. God has not left us with no hope. We're not hopeless people. We're very hopeful people. And we're very confident people in that hope. Don't you have that? I pray you do. Let's close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you that it's so positively put and so forcefully put throughout scripture that lord we ought to be able to get along with each other down here because we're going to get along with each other for eternity because we're heirs together joint heirs with christ and we'll be caught up together and we'll be answering the lord together too we'll be answering you for what we have done and how we've spent our lives Uh, lord let us be wise and lord we always Look forward, if we're walking with you, being caught up together. And what a day it'll be. What a glorious day it'll be. A grand day. Bless us with these thoughts. Encourage us and may we be there to maybe win the last soul. When the fullness of the Gentiles have come in, then it'll all be over. And Lord, let us do that and be about our Father's business until you come. In Jesus' name, amen.